This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend and welcome into another episode of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco with you here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. The Super Bowl is over. The NFL season is over. It was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a season. We gave out lots of winners. We had so much fun, Mike, but now we'll uh, start to turn our attention towards some other things after we do a little recap of Super Bowl 57. The Chiefs are champions again, my friend. I always look forward to the show because of you, Carmen. You're always ready, and Eric uh, does a great job, and it's been a lot of fun. I got the totals. Uh, I was 51% for the year, folks. I mean, if I wanted to lie, I could say it was 55. <laughs> but I keep track of everything. It's the first time I've been under 53% picking the NFL since the show started, but we gave, gave it and we got it back. 12 and 8, again, 60% for the fourth straight year in the playoffs. Beautiful. Carmen was 5 and 3. I was 7 and uh, 5. Uh, won a couple uh, hot dogs. We hope we did well. But the Eagles, I learned a lesson. Believe me, I mean, it hasn't been the greatest of week for me. I unloaded a little bit on the Eagles. I'm not going to lie. I'm human. You make mistakes. Sure. I rolled my homes all the way for about the last four or five weeks, and I won a lot of money. But then I started believing the hype about the offensive line, the defensive line, the thing that's been underplayed. You're never – replay's been overused, Carm. I'm not going to cry like a baby. Uh, Smith caught that ball. When you fall down, the ball's going to move naturally because your arm's moving. The ball didn't get jarred or anything. I think they could have been up by 14. I thought Reed mismanaged the first half of that football game. And ever since then, it's been, I mean, my God, I'm, I'm walking the dog this morning. I hear a train whistle. I'm on my knees just hoping it gets through town safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saw something in the air last night. I looked up. I go, what is that? Beagles is a star. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know what day it is anymore. I'm just happy to get through the day now but we had a lot of fun it's a great time and uh, i'm 2-0 in the nba on the show nice. so we're going to be doing well we got the nba all-star break but hockey and, and ncaa basketball on the horizon after the week that's right we've got uh, before you know it it'll be march madness um you know that i think it's going to be we we seem to say this every year now it, it feels more and more wide open as we get Further and further along. Uh, Boy, Purdue, Purdue's a disappointment. Purdue all of a sudden, you know, well, they've what, lost three out of four now. Uh, I know well, that she, big stiff doesn't impress me. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm like so-so on Edie. I, I mean, I know he dominates at this level, but see, I'm a I little like so-so Garza. on him. I like Garza because he had athleticism. And, and I knew he'd be in the NBA. This guy here, if, you know, he puts the ball on the ground, he makes mistakes, they adjust to him. And, uh, you know, was Jaden Ivey on that team? Uh, last year. And was he a senior? Uh, I believe maybe a junior, but I so have to double-check that. he would have that. come back, now I think they got something. But I, I don't see – I mean, I'm really – I was excited for Purdue, but now I'm seeing some cracks in the armor. Yeah, there's, and I just think there's a lot There's a lot, It's there's a lot of good teams. It's going to be wide open. How about Northwestern? The Cats are going to make the tournament again here uh, well, after we'll being a big disappointment. Yeah, right. I haven't seen them in the paper for six years because most of the I writers know. went to Northwestern, and they don't. They want to be able to get their free hot dogs. But the bottom line <laughs> is, and plus the national media, sixty percent of it seems like it's from Northwestern, and uh, and, and the school. So you know, and they keep it on the low. But now I watched them the other night. 
They're gritty. They play hard. They yeah. had a couple guys that transferred on them. I'm happy for Chris Collins because, you know what, up until this, I'm not taking that other team that made it before. He had a lot of uh, guys from another uh, another coach. This is good for him because I was starting to wonder if he'd ever get done. Yeah, he needed this badly. The first oh, time in program history, Mike, that they've beaten four uh, ranked opponents in the same season. And they beat a number one. And they beat a number one. That's right. They beat Purdue. Well, they'll Purdue be a number, number one. one now, like Alabama showed. I mean, well, like you know, Houston, it's, it's Alabama, Purdue, right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, there's there's some quality there. It should be a fun tournament. And like you said, in a month's time, I mean, before you know it, we'll be all over that talking tournament. Uh, we'll do a lot of NBA. We're going to do some NBA stuff, some future stuff here for the second half. I know we're well beyond, obviously, well, I better uh, the be midway smarter point. than I was with the Super Bowl because I'm going to tell everybody this. Patrick Mahomes is special. He is. Okay? He is. And I knew it. And yeah. you know what? My system works. What my system does is get rid of a bunch of teams, and then I end up with a few. Now, my winning record proves it, but the bottom line is on standalone games, Super Bowls, I've just been so-so. I'm not going to lie. And I got a... I told Carmen last week, Kelsey, Mahomes, they're the best two players. Yeah. Why are they not favored? Mike, don't fall, fall for the, the garbage. And you know what you haven't heard? You haven't heard that the Philadelphia Eagles, yes, played one of the easiest schedules in yeah. football, and yep. it hurt them. We told you that. I mean, Mike and I, yep. we, we talked about it when we were previewing the in game nauseous. last week. At nauseum, absolutely. Um, that they played an easy schedule. Uh, I don't think the turf conditions did their pass rush any favor for well, what it's worth. how about that guy, George Toma? He's one of us, Carp. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but 94 years old, the Kansas City Chiefs ground crew guy who got the job because of Lamar Hunt. Now, all of a sudden, they have maybe the right cleats on. The Eagles don't have the right cleats on. you got a defensive line that's supposed to be awesome. They were on ice skates. They were. This is part of the problem with these. As cool as the technology is with these fields that roll in and out of these stadiums. Ridiculous. It, it, without, it, it, there's, I just don't think there's enough root system. What the hell do I know? I, I'm not I'm an with agronomist. You. I was a or, landscaper for <laughs> the park district. I said, please grow. That right. was my day. Please rain. But I mean, see. Seriously, you're right. You're bringing in lawns. It's crazy. From out of town. And Mike, I think Vegas' stadium is similar. So next year, when the Super Bowl goes to Vegas, and what I've seen, that's going to be next February. Uh, we could be talking about the same thing. I don't know. It's a long way away, but it was that footing was not good. The, the, no, the biggest it's a game in North game America. For that. Yes, you know? the, the biggest game in North America needs to be played on a better field. I'm sorry. The field surface has to be better for those guys. And now I got to get up this morning and think that, oh, they're pushing the quarterback on the quarterback sneak. Let's get rid of the rule. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. That's a great rule. We talked about that. I wonder, though, if they do eliminate that at some point. They're, well, here's the deal. They're, they, they're putting it on the table. Now, let me say this to everybody. That's a throwback thing that football fans love strength against strength yeah. oh we need to show the athleticism wait a minute the greatest quarterback sneak quarterback of all time is tom brady yes. he was not a an athlete folks oh. and he knows how to do it but i say you can't push a runner maybe five yards down with the line mm. but with the quarterback sneak Let's have the boys see who's stronger. Why does everything have to be athletic? Philly's mastered that thing, man. I mean, it's something. And, uh, oh, you there's know, no doubt. It's something. You're and right. And now they want to get rid of it because it's a strength that one team can do. Folks, you got to remember, we lose as much as we win. And you want to know something? If I hearken back to many of my losses over the last 40 years, it's because quarterbacks couldn't sneak the football. Mm. Okay? And even if they're pushed, 
Sometimes they don't make it, folks. Yeah. So don't take – keep that rule in. It's a little bit old school. Yeah. Next year, looking ahead already, I mean, it's a lot of the usual uh, suspects in terms of uh, Super Bowl favorites. I mean, three of the top five are all in the AFC, and it's not going to come as a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's the I just it's the better conference with the better quarterbacks oh. right now, especially if Aaron Rodgers leaves How good is the, the NFC. New oh. York and Philly had the two easiest schedules. Dallas stinks. And they were those three teams were in the playoffs from the NFC. Yeah. How bad is the NFC? All in the NFC. So you're right. And wow. just think if Rodgers does leave. Uh, so you got the oh. Chiefs at about uh, five and a half to one. The Bills are seven and a half to one. Then you do have a pair of NFC teams, the Niners at eight to one, the Eagles at eight and a half to one, and then the Bengals, your fifth choice at nine to one. Burrow, Mahomes. And Allen are all pretty much neck and neck in the five to six to one range for MVP next year. So uh, I'd say the quarterback playing the AFC is good right now, Mike. I tried to change my bet when when he was crying before the game. I'm going, (laughs) my God, you could be a man. Oh, I was waiting for Vito Corleone to come by. Are you out of your mind? What? Come on. What are you doing? Lombardi didn't cry. Bill Walsh didn't even cry. Seriously. I think it was maybe because how uh, phenomenal uh, Chris Stapleton's rendition of the anthem was. Oh, I know that. He was great, wasn't he? No, no. You know what? Like the Raging Bull said, Jake LaMotta. Uh, you got you you, you uh, you're wrong about me. I do the party now. Cry after you won. <laughs> right. I was the one crying at the end. <laughs> and you had a ball I after. I had tears. I I, yeah. I almost filmed it and sent it to him. Don't don't cry before you win. The before guy the had game, tears coming after. down to ch- his cheeks like he like the, he was looking for loved ones. <laughs> it was oh, something. Man. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy. He was at the Super Bowl. We'll pick his brain on that. We'll segue into some other stuff with the NBA and. You know, Jokic, we talk about Jokic week to week. It's just incredible. I mean, the odds keep plummeting now. He's going to pull this off again, it looks like, and be the first guy in nearly 40 years. I heard that uh, 57 out of like 100 guys that were the media guys picked him. He's minus 300 again, Mike. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, if you're on that team, you pray every night. Oh, my God. That he will not go down because it will be long. But there's a lot of teams like that. So we talked about this. A lot of guys getting overlooked, you know? Oh, totally. And uh, what does Embiid have to do for crying out loud? I want to pick your brain a little bit on uh, the the, the last 20 to 25 games of the NBA season after the All-Star break and then the playoffs. We'll look at some NBA odds and stuff like that. So uh, lots to do. We got a bunch of fun stuff planned for the rest of the show. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, every week with you on the ESPN Chicago app. You get us at 8 p.m. on Friday nights, 8 a.m. as quick turnaround encore replay on Saturday mornings to kick off your weekend and it's time to talk to one of our uh, weekly contributors. He is one of the founding members of our great presenting sponsor, where America buys and sells its futures wagers. And I do it all the time. From PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app, it's Luke Pergandy. Oh, he's back from the Super Bowl. Hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. How hey, the, Luke. How was the Super Bowl, buddy? How was the experience? It was great. Um, like we talked about last week, highly encourage everyone to get down to Phoenix for waste management. Uh, I will say Saturday was honestly too crowded. Mm. Um, so hopefully that, you know, if there's a Super Bowl, you know, next year, obviously there won't be a Super Bowl. Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. So, um, awesome golf tournament. 
Uh, you know, had had some friends on the Eagles, so I was pulling for them a little bit on mm-hmm. Sunday night. But uh, you know, Chiefs pulled it out. I think the slippery field was obviously annoying, and the fact that the shield, aka the NFL, can't figure out the grass was a little bit frustrating for both sides. Of course, not just uh, Philly. Of course, frustrating Kansas City too. Um, that call on Bradbury, I think you keep the whistle, you know, in your pocket there. But look, like they didn't sack Mahomes once, um, and uh, that's what happens. You let the, the Eagles defense look awful in that second half. So, and of course, the Jalen Hurts fumble in the first half that uh, the Chiefs picked it up and ran to the house is gonna gonna bite you. It was a great game, though. You saw one of the really good ones. Two great young quarterbacks. I mean, Mahomes is just ridiculous. So. It was good stuff. Uh, we sort of transition now into other things. You know, Mike and I were talking about the second half or these final 20, 25 games of the NBA season after the All-Star break this weekend. And college basketball is starting to heat up. That's going to be fun in the coming weeks with conference tournaments. And then before Jayden you know it, March was Madness. sophomore last yeah, year. Yeah, Jaden Ivey left after a sophomore year, and that's what so I if thought. if he stays with Purdue, they don't have the problems they have right now. They'd be all, they'd be, yeah. I mean, they're good anyway, but they'd be really good with Jaden Ivey. I made a bet, you guys, on a NBA team uh, at 11-1. to 1, And I listen, I hope that they continue to play well and those odds go down, and I'll post that ticket on PropSwap. But... I made a bet on the Clippers at 11-1 to 1 to win the whole damn thing. What do you guys think of that? I don't think about that. I've been hearing about the Clippers forever, and I'm sorry, Carm. I know it's a good price, but it's 11-1. to 1. I like, hey, George, they got a nice team. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he's starting to play. He's again. starting to play. He had a tough night last night, but even yeah. with that, they won last night. They but won I in just Phoenix. Think, I don't know, Luke. I, I, I know you're getting Clipper tickets, but there's a lot of great teams in, in the West, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. So that was going to be my point. Is like think about the Western playoffs right, right now. You're looking at Phoenix, Memphis, Dallas, um, Sacramento, who's came out of nowhere. De- Denver, um, you know, D- Denver, of course. Like you know, the Lakers if they can sneak in, mm-hmm. the Clippers. I mean, that thing. And then and then we just added Kevin Durant right. to the West, yep. which is from the East to the West, like. <laughs> If so, someone's smart enough to tell me who's going to win that thing right now, they're 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 the best sports better in the country. It's not a bad bet. Like it's not a bad bet. I mean, no bet's a bad bet in the West. Would you guys agree? I'm hoping to sell it. Honestly, I hope they continue to play well. You guys, if their odds can, if they can get cut in half from where they are, I think that's what I would do. You're you guys aren't wrong though. I mean, it's going to be a gauntlet. And the KD thing to the Suns now that Booker's back, and if KD stays come back comes back and stays healthy. That could be a nightmare team. I mean, their odds went all the way down to five to one. You guys, I mean that that's yeah. got to be a popular ticket right now. Totally, even lower. I've seen them at four to one. Uh, I've seen Phoenix. So, yeah, like just just absolute gauntlet. Um, and uh, you know, I just it, it kind of feels like college basketball. Like, what do you do? Like, there's there's just so much parity uh-huh. in the Western Conference in the NBA. Same thing with college basketball. Like, there's literally. In my opinion, in, in the West, there's like five teams that could win the West easily. Mm. And then in college basketball, there's like 15 teams that could win the national championship. It's just, you know, a really difficult thing to handicap right now. So obviously we started props off for this reason. Like, this is why. Like, grab grab a basket. Grab a basket of teams would yep. be my advice. And then all you have to do is just a handful of that basket goes on to the, you know, whether it's Final Four or the Western Conference Finals, you're making money. Like, these teams don't have to win the whole championship for you to cash in. You know what? I got to ask you about hockey. 
Now, I know you get action on hockey, too, and I know yeah. there's the usual teams. I mean, well, you got the uh, New Jersey Devils. You got the Boston. How about Royals. Boston? Oof. You got all yeah, these Boston teams. But amazing. I'm going to. I'm going to tout a team I watched, I've watched for the last couple of weeks that's got a little streak going, that plays good defense, and I don't know how popular they are, but I watched them. I said, boy, this team could be trouble in the playoffs if they could get in. I don't know what the standings say. Carolina. Mm. Now, you got some Carolina sure. action? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Carolina, Carolina's kind of turned it on the last few years. No um, doubt. They've kind of turned it into a, into a market that doesn't you wouldn't think would be a popular um, NHL team, but yeah, Carolina's legit. I, I personally like the Boston Bruins have won from twenty-eight to one to four to one. Yeah, like, I don't trust that team enough to bet them at four to one at all. I think they're a really good team. They're just older. Like David Krejci was supposed to get traded a couple of years ago. Pasternak is amazing. They're he's awesome. Pasternak. He's great. Um, but Marshan, you know, usually finds a way to get hurt. Uh, Bergy, Patrice mm-hmm. Bergeron, their captain is kind of injury prone. So I just. I don't trust that team enough. And odds of four to one, like no, no way. I I agree with you, Mike. I would I would put my money on the Hurricanes. Hurricanes, I think, are around eleven. And to the one. Islanders, um, the Islanders, they never lose until they played St. Louis last night. They lose four to two, uh, and they're a great. They had won like nineteen straight on the road. Mm. So I mean, yeah. hockey's got is is going to start cooking up too. Carolina and Toronto. I mean, one of the you know Toronto's sort of the, that you know uh, you ask those fans they'll t- they haven't won in fifty years. I yeah. mean, they, they haven't won yeah. since the six yeah. more. Than yeah, that, late like 60s. The they are. And, and, but, uh, you know, you wonder if one of these years with all that talent, do they put it together? They are ridiculously loaded with talent, you guys. And you could still get them at like 10 to 1. I'd look more like you, Mike. Canes, yep. Leafs, uh, before I went with a back to back winner at short odds with Colorado or even Boston, like Luke said, at about 4 to 1. So good stuff. There's still money making. Hey, Luke, real quick, before we let you go, uh, when Tiger plays, not that I, not that I. Mike and I were talking about this sort of off air too. It's hard to imagine that he's going to be able to hold up physically against these young guys on the PGA Tour and win a tournament again. Um, as we taped the show on this Friday, you know he played he played a really solid uh, uh, a Thursday round. He got off to a decent start this morning. I watched his first couple of holes and he looked good. We don't expect Tiger to be in the mix to win these, but when he plays. Do you guys notice there's just a little bit more action and interest in these tournaments by and large? Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I would say our our sports betting volume tracks uh, TV ratings pretty closely. Like, if there's more people watching the tournament, just like all the stations always report when mm-hmm. Tiger's playing, people tune in. Like, same thing with sports betting. If Tiger's in the hunt, we definitely see more people. It's just... You know, we have the, the the stable of golf betters who are betting this. It doesn't matter if it's Genesis, if it's mm-hmm. Wade Management, like Tyler can or cannot play, they're betting it. But when Tiger does play, you get that other additional subset of customers that kind of logs in, creates an account, sees what we're doing in golf. Like, it's just, it's, he's the most polarizing yeah. golfer, of course, ever. Like, it's it's just incredible how much, uh, how much of a draw he has. He still brings in the viewers. Luke, good stuff, buddy. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy All-Star Weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs> That's our guy, Luke. I don't Pergandy. watch the pregames for golf. It's nauseating. The Tiger Woods stuff is nauseating. It's too much. I think that the rest of the tour does take a backseat. Not that he doesn't deserve it. He's coming back. He's like Bill Buckner. Okay, he's the <laughs> the older vet that's limping around trying to get it done. Uh, I love Randall Shambley. I think he's one of the best golf analysts going, but the inability to quit holding on to Tiger's belt loop 
is taking <laughs> great analysts and making them sound silly that he's going to win again. Uh, you know what? If Boy, he does, something if he does. Now, if he does, I want him to. But I think to say it right now, when they're already saying they don't even know if he can walk four days, yeah, is a little bit much. It's not because he can't golf. We saw it yesterday. Right. It's because of his ability or his inability to walk the course. I guess this might be a flatter course. I have no idea. You would. I, I didn't watch uh, a lot of the coverage yesterday, Carm. I didn't notice a lot of hills and dales, you know? Yeah, I don't know what that's, uh, that course is like. That's Riviera in L.A. Day. That's where they are. Um, oh, yeah. So well, I don't know what maybe. that course that what that well, there's always like. impediments. He was in the sand yesterday. Sure. So he's got to still handle it. But as the day went on, the limp got worse. So, yeah. hey, it would be great on a Sunday if he's there. It'd be some story. Yep. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we're uh, going to get into some other NBA stuff here, as promised. I also want to, uh, I don't know, there's not really so much to break down, but just maybe almost poke fun at some of the things that happened during NBA All-Star Weekend, but oh, we'll do that coming up. Also, uh, some baseball over-unders now that spring training has officially begun. So, Mike and I still have a lot to do. Don't go anywhere. We are The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple on this Friday, presented by PropSwap. Every week, Mike and I are with you. Follow us on Twitter. Mike's at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We've got NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, the three-point contest is replaced the dunk contest for me in terms of what to watch. I just think this is the general shift in the NBA anyway. I mean, the dunk contest participants, Mike, uh, th- this is <laughs> Kenyon Martin Jr., Okay, good. Trey Murphy, Jericho Sims. I mean, most people don't know who these people are. No, they- I thought Jericho Sims was uh, uh, a movie about the Jericho wilderness Maya. in 1940. <laughs> and then the last participant, you you got to be kidding me. And I there's don't want to. four? Mike, there's four. The last guy I never yeah. heard of, I had to look him up. He's in the G League. His name is Mac McClung. They don't have a commissioner. I never, I never heard of them, Mike. No, you know what? They, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. They, they, they wait too long. It might be to time to stuff. fold the the dunk contest. Quite frankly, look, it's time to get rid of all the nonsense. I guess the Pro Bowl does good, or the, I mean, the, even the football with the flag football stuff. It still What's rates going well. On? What has happened? What has happened to this country? Coaches crying on the sidelines, balloons up in the air, shoot, shot <laughs> a twelve dollar balloon, shot down by a eight hundred thousand dollar missile. What the hell is going on? I How don't know. The quarterback sneak being outlawed. I mean, crazy. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, crazy. it's absolutely nuts, Carm. And you know what? I have no interest in these. Now, I watched it, the Pro Bowl, for instance, folks. I tweeted out something this week, nineteen sixty seven, Gale Sayers. Mm. Sitting on the bench, muddy uniform, Pro Bowl. They played for the check back then, the extra money that they made. Probably, they busted yeah, right. their ass. Right. They killed each other. Sayers, you can check it on North to North. Check it out. Just put, And you'll find he's got his Pro Bowl uniform on, wearing the number 40, 
and he's muddy. I, by the way, speaking of your Twitter, I saw uh, you and Jim Mersey have something in common. It looked like yes. ev- ev- did everybody go get that picture well, at Lincoln Park Zoo back at, when you guys were kids? That was fantastic. My Jim Mersey grew up in Lincolnwood. I <laughs> right. didn't even know that. Right. I yep. see the Lincoln Park thing. He gets on the, the every kid. I got on the bear. My uncle brought me a uniform back from Korea, an Army uniform, I, uh, Sergeant North, which was a pipe dream. I only made uh, uh, specialist first class. But that's beside the point. The bottom line is, I didn't care. Let's go see the giraffes. No, I want to sit on the bear. I want to sit on the bear? So we sat on the bear, and you always got your fo- you got a photo with it. And so I see that, that Jim Irsay did it. And then uh, I put mine up there, but every kid did that back then. That, that's it. That, it made me laugh. It was, I loved it. And you I love that you had I that picture. In... You had it ready. It was incredible. I'm I, like, I have it hanging here. Mike's got the same picture. The on... only time, I mean, seriously, nobody saluted me, but I felt important. It's so great. You know what kind of week I had? Forget about that. Forget about everything else. Raquel Welch died. I know. Wait a minute. Time out. Do you know, when we were 12, 13, 14, 15, how much we respected that woman? Mm. We didn't. We were disappointed because we didn't have computers back then. Mm-hmm. We went through the alleys. People would bundle their old magazines, throw them out. We'd find Playboys. Mm-hmm. You'd find that's where you would get when you're 14, 15. There's where you find your nudity. That was it. And the bottom line is she refused Hefner. And she said, I'm not going to get naked. And you know what? Every one of us loved her. Oh, and, man, and it's sort of weird because... And she was beautiful. She was a Second beauty, none, Mike. And I mean, I've seen, I've seen some polls where she was third to like to Marilyn Monroe. Seriously. No way, baby. Here, if Marilyn, I will say this: I respect whatever Marilyn Monroe had some issues, no doubt. You go home with her, and then there's a lot. There's a whole other thing after you know, the festivities are done. Then you got to put up with a lot of nonsense. Raquel Welch was class, and she basically. Had a little controversy when her and Jim Brown made the movie One Hundred Rifles. Mm. The little and she was a Puerto Rican American. Raquel Welch. She People was. Don't know that. Absolute beauty. Oh, wasn't yeah. she something? Oh my no, god. Hey, no marks, clean. You know what I mean? No fakeness. Absolutely Nothing. gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. And uh, what do you think Ursay was doing? Is he just trolling Bears fans a little, or what was that all about? Well, this will be the first time people will hear from Raquel Welch, uh, Jimmy Ursay. <laughs> yeah. He, he. I don't understand. Well, he, they got strong ties to Chicago. I mean, look at we got the I junior executives. I know. The Indianapolis Colts. I know. Our show. I know. Right? He's got the ties. I know. It's huh? great. The three point. All right. Back to NBA All Star Weekend. The dunk contest. Forget about to it. Talk about it, our girl. Though. I love it. And you I know, love that picture you have. Gone, I know. It's time to just enjoy life. That's right. Yeah. Um, the three-point contest has the bigger names. Like I said, this is sort of what everybody wants to look forward to now more than even the dunk yeah. contest. It's changed. Big names in the three-point contest. Halliburton, Hero, Buddy Heald, Kevin Herter, Dame Lillard's doing it. Lowry, how about and doing it? Julius Randle's going to replace Anthony Simons, and then Jason Tatum is doing it as well. So you got I want to give names. Julius Randle all the respect in the world because when he, I, he was coming out of Kentucky, Kentucky. I said he's going to be all that and more. Then he got with the Lakers and some other teams. He got injured and lost and he was flabby a little bit. Watch him now, folks. He works his butt off, works hard. And Brunson, I wanted the Bulls to take that guy in the first round. Oh, no, Mike. He's not a seven pick. We're going to take Wendell Carter Jr.? And now we got this Brunson who's taken. What a pickup by the Knicks. Oh. I think things are starting to get turned around because that kid, I watched him the other night. 
He fights you till the end. He really is something. I Isn't don't disagree he? with you. I, I would not have expected this. I, no. I just I could not have expected Jalen Brunson to be this good. He's really something. And Cleveland like. right now, like Caroline in hockey. I've been, folks, please. 31 in years in the media, 60 years of watching sports. Come on, give me a little credit. The Cavaliers are good. They are good. I agree Watch with you. Watch out, and they've got two guards that can break you down. And they've got defense. They've got size. They've got rim protection. Everything. They're good. I agree with you. I, I mean, that's a team kind we might consider taking before the season, before the playoffs. The start. other thing to always keep in mind, too, if you're looking at this point to make a future play or you're wondering – um, always look, and if there's a team you like, make sure they don't have a player with a usage rate over 35%. No player in NBA history that's ever had a regular season usage rate over 35 has ever gone on to lead a team and win a championship. Believe it or not, you know, that... Giannis, I don't know what that means. So the so it's it's an advanced it's an advanced metric oh, that they God. that they well, but the, I'm telling you, no player ever when Michael's usage rates early in his career were 37, 38 percent. What happened? They never went anywhere in the playoffs. Yeah, because the, he had Orlando Wolf. Well, then that's daily. true, and but that's the point. The minute they, I get you. The minute they build that team around him, and all of a sudden Michael's right. usage rate goes down to 31, 33 percent. The dynasty is born. No player that's ever had a usage rate over thirty five percent has ever won an NBA title. Right now, Giannis leads the league at thirty nine percent. Yeah, and well, beats, you know what? they made a nice pickup to help them with Middleton. They, they, Middleton coming back has been huge. They haven't lost since he's been back. I don't think. Up. They just picked well, up they 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 did the sign. They did the trade for Jay Crowder too. That's it. Yes, I so, like that pickup. Yes, they're going to be tough he because gives them some toughness. Yes, even that uh, you know because Giannis is in between. He gets tough sometimes. Other times he's finesse. I you love know? Giannis. I love I their too, with. They, you're right. He's the one man team with basically. Jay Crowder. Like if they can assimilate him into things like the defense that they're going to be able to have on the floor with with Holiday, with Crowder, with um, Middleton, with Giannis, they're going to be a tough out. Did, but but did ball. we call an unmitigated disaster with the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, it might it's be. an unmitigated disaster, and I'm tired of hearing what Levine does. It's about the fourth quarter. The last two games, yeah. they scored 40 points in the fourth quarter combined. They're no better off now than they were five years and ago, like, really. Exactly right, and you know what? It's just know. they changed chairs around. I know. They got the same damn drill. I'm seeing it on the south side. Now I'm seeing it here. Yeah. It's not good, folks. And, you know, DeRozan, he should have been moved. They should. And now what are they going to do? I mean, it's an easier conference. Yeah. I mean, they should be making some noise. And like I said, Levine doesn't make them any better no, or any worse. Yeah. And I know he Right. I agree points. with you. I he agree with you. He doesn't make them any better. I'm sorry. He like he should go to a contender. They're. You, I think I, I I think you're right. Like they're they're probably worse without him, but they're not that much better no, with him. That's right. it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because his defense is suspect. Yeah. He'll put up, he's a stat stuffer. Yeah. But when you're losing game after game and you, I know. your team doesn't perform in the fourth quarter and you're making the most money, I know. You got to come through better than you're doing. Coming up next, we'll get Jim Miller uh, some ponies for the oh, weekend. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll touch on a few MLB totals and then we'll give you, we'll find a best player or two for you. I got it. For this weekend, even though football's over. I love it. Uh, Mike's always prepared with this. We're coming right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. 
Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Carmen and Mike with you each and every week, and it's time to get some ponies with one of the best handicappers in the business. There's racing all over the place this weekend, and all he does is give out winners, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! Boys, it's crazy. We are just over two weeks away from the return to live racing at Hawthorne. It returns on Sunday, March 5th, so excited for that. But also the first of our Derby Point preps for 50 points comes up this weekend with the Risen Star. So now you're starting to get into these races where the winner's automatically into the field of the Derby. And you can start to kind of look at these horses and see what the complexion of the race is going to be. But that's a really good race at the fairgrounds. And it will be one of the races we pick later on today. So the the 50-pointers are going to get you in. How about some of the early preps that we've seen? I mean, uh, do, do we have some horses that we feel good about being in the field, Jimmy? Well, there's one that we should really feel good about, but the horse still has to change ownership hands, and that's Mm. Arabian Night. This was a horse that was trained by Bob Baffert, won easily over at Oakland Park, and this was a horse that has a whole lot of ability. But again, the rules stipulate for Churchill Downs because Baffert is not allowed to run a horse there, and his horses can't even get points trained by him. The owners are going to have to transfer this horse over to another trainer and then try to get points. So keep an eye on Arabian Night. This horse will have to pop up in another prep somewhere along the line just to get points to be in, but this is probably the most impressive three-year-old we've seen thus far. You got any inside info on the Arlington Park deal? The Bears uh, proposals, they supposedly closed, but apparently the entertainment center and stuff might be up in the air because of the state, because of the governor, because of taxes. You've dealt with this yourself being in the racing business. Uh, Nothing's for sure. It sounds like to me this might not be in a couple of years. It could be in 2040, for God's sake. You know what I mean, You you know what? You have to think, just kind of looking at everything we've seen in the news, that it's still going to take a while for everything to come together, only for the fact that they still have a lease at Soldier Field, too. So you want to make sure that that kind of gets a little bit closer to the end as well. But if you really want to kind of follow the blueprint, look out to California. Look at SoFi. SoFi mm-hmm. is where Hollywood Park racetrack right. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Park is basically the same amount of land, and you look at the complex around there. So you have to figure, if you're the Bears, your selling point is not only, okay, the stadium for the Bears, but they had a Super Bowl at SoFi almost immediately after that stadium was open. And you look at the massive amount of income that that can bring for the state, for the community, for everything in the surrounding area. Wasn't that area a depressed area? That's a depressed area. Oh, yeah, that was, that was a depressed area yeah. for sure. Yeah. Arlington Heights guys. is, like, populated, you know what I mean? Uh, Arlington's populated, but what's really kind of interesting is that area right around Arlington Park mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. have a huge population. That, right. That's an area that on one side is the highway, then you have Northwest Highway on the other end, yeah. and then you have a train station in between. It makes so much sense because it's going to be so much easier to get to. They would have full control of the land, full control of parking, full control of everything, Yes, it's going to have to come to making the selling point for everything that surrounds the stadium, but it's going to make so much money, guys. You have to figure it's going to happen. But, yeah, timing will be the key, and you're probably not looking at a stadium opening in two years by any means. This is probably that some five to ten years down the road. Yeah, it'll be a little while. All right, Jimmy, where are we wagering this weekend? All right, so we're going to start at Fairgrounds, and we're going to wager on two horses there and then go to Oakland Park. We're going to bet all these horses across the board. So race number 10 at the Fairgrounds on Saturday, bet the seven, Pioneer of Medina across the board. This was a horse that actually ran in the Derby last year, but it's just starting to mature now. Then go to race 13. This is the 50-point race. This is the Risen Star at the Fairgrounds. 
Bet the 13, victory formation across the board. This horse is undefeated and could be another one of your top three-year-olds. And then we're going to go to Oakland Park, race number nine, bet the six, West Will Power across the board. Speed horse that loves the distance, guys. All right, three races all across the board. We're going to bet all these horses across the board this weekend. Two at the fairgrounds, race 10, the seven horse. Race 13, this is the Risen Star, the 13 horse. So 13-13, there we go. And then race nine at Oakland, the six across the board. Is that right? That's right. 13 is my lucky number, boys. Let's I love it. Money. Yeah, there we go. Thanks, Jimmy. Talk to you next week. All right, guys. Good luck. See you, buddy. Jimmy! Boy, what is. a great breakdown uh, by Jimmy on the Soldier Field yes. and, the, uh, and the stuff at Arlington. He's right. There is a lot of empty land there. I mean, the Arlington Hilton, that old hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elvis used to stay there. That's how old that place is. <laughs> Back when he used to play Chicago, he stayed in Arlington Heights. Wow. So, yeah, he used to cellophane the top floor. No the whole kidding. top floor had the whole sweep. So, you know what? He broke it down beautifully, but it's going to be a while. Yeah, it'll be a while, no yeah. doubt. It's gonna be, this project is years in the making. Uh, before we give out any bets, bets for the weekend. Spring training underway. Pitchers and catchers have reported. Cubs total 77 and a half, minus 110 on both sides of that, Mike. White Sox totals 84 and a half. The over is the dog here at even money, under 84 and a half at minus 130. So pretty juiced up on the under for the White Sox. Yeah, and you know what? It's because of a lot of stuff that's going on, not only uh, maybe the team that didn't perform, a brand new manager that's older that hasn't been uh, tested before, but also some off-the-field problems with Clevenger, a lot of distractions yeah. of Brayu being gone. The 83 is the total. It's going to be tough to get over that, but if, if they get over that, I guess it's a success. Uh, <laughs> I heard they were going to be a dynasty. So, I mean, mm. it's not its not a success for no. me. I, bought, I never bought into it, never will. The rebuild stuff, it depends who's rebuilding. I've seen many rebuilds failed, and this one looks like it has. We'll see uh, what happens here as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Sounds yeah, good. What do, yeah. what do we like for uh, best bets this weekend, my friend? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, 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 I told my buddy from Raul Jewelers, and by the way, I'm going to be doing some TV commercials. i got to lose like 10 pounds. I love it. You know what that means to a man my age? i got to lose 10 pounds? <laughs> what am I going to do, walk around the block two more times a week? I mean, enough. i got to drop the fork, right? That's going to be hard. That'll help. Yeah, as B makes cookies every day. And they're you the know? best. It's ridiculous. Know, it's oh, ridiculous. But I got one for you, so everybody can buy some cookies. Good. Cleveland State, minus one and a half. Both teams 16-11 playing Wright State tonight at 6 o'clock. Cleveland State's got a five-game home winning streak. Yet Wright State matches up very well with them. No doubt about it. Uh, I think it could have been a pick game. You're getting one and a half. I'm going to go with the home team to win their sixth straight. I love it. All right. Very good. I'm going to throw a a hockey game out there. Let's let's talk. I love hockey Let's do Hawks-Senators. The total is six and a half, okay? Mm Uh, this is Alex DeBrinkett against his old team. I think yep. he's going to try to put on a show. I think Kaner might do the same. We know how much those two uh, love and respect one another. The Blackhawks really can't stop anybody anyway. They're back oh. to not playing very well. I'll go ahead and say uh, let's play over, and you got to lay just 105 on that, so not minus 110. We'll play over 6.5, 4-3 final. We're going to hit 7, uh, play the over in the Hawks and Senators. I'm gonna, that would be a lean for me uh, right now. And and if you want, put a little couch change on the Hawks. About plus what are they, 250, 240? They are plus 230 on the money line. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not that's not too bad. Don't forget, I'll be on with the bonus play with Carmen and Yurko today with another pick. But that's my only one to, uh, to start off the week with. Sounds good. Uh, listen, everybody, have a great weekend. Thank you to Eric Ostrowski. Thanks to yep. Jim Miller. And thanks to Luke Pergandy. 
Fun stuff. We keep going. It's not just during football season. I know that's the bread and butter, everybody. Mike and I will be with you all year long. We hit the off-field. Yeah, that's more right. Major sports and other things. Don't forget, we got uh, the podcast out, too, at, before noon. Absolutely. Always catch up on demand on the app. Mike, you have a great weekend. You we'll too, see everybody pal. next week. Good along, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.